Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Hey guys, welcome to episode 80 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison. This is the show where we dispense proven practical tips and advice for growing a successful membership website. In today's show, it is the second part of the concluding part of a two-part series that I've done on how to attract new members. So I just put together a selection of 11 tips, some stuff obvious, some stuff big, some small, that you can be using and implementing into your marketing strategy as a way of growing your membership. This isn't a definitive be-all and end-all list. It's just 11 things that came to mind first as I sat down and thought, okay, what things can I just throw out to you guys to try? What stuff can I throw out that some of you guys might be doing, some of you might not be. It's going to give some ideas and hopefully inspire some action. And so last week's episode, episode 79, which if you haven't listened to it already, I'd recommend listening to that one first and then coming back to this, unless you're a little bit of an anarchist and you want to do things the other way around, in which case all power to you. In last week's episode, we covered the first five of those tips. The first of those was make sure you're leveraging success stories throughout your marketing. The second was finding a way of utilizing webinars as part of your marketing strategy. We also talked about how effective a free Facebook group can be in terms of attracting new members, as well as some ideas for how you can use Facebook remarketing as part of your strategy. Too. And then we wrapped up last week's episode by talking about splinter product, how ring fencing and separating off elements of your membership and selling them as standalone products can actually work amazingly well for driving people into your membership site. So those are the first five tips we covered for attracting new members. And in this episode, we're going to cover another six to round things off and give you plenty to work with as you put together your marketing strategy for 2017. So the first one I want to talk about on this episode is leveling up the calls to actions that you use on your blogs, on your podcasts, and all your other free entry-level content. So rather than just using one generic lead magnet, or even worse, a box that says, sign up to our newsletter, sign up for updates, subscribe to our mailing list, blah, We want to level that stuff up, and rather than that kind of thing, which is very middle of the road, it's untargeted, you want to have several lead magnets that are targeted at a number of specific segments within your audience. You really need to be segmenting your audience based on where they are on their journey, how advanced they are, what their interests are, and so on. And so, starting by segmenting your audience, you should then be creating lead magnets that are suited to each of those segments. That means that when you're writing a blog post that is highly targeted at segment one, for example, you use as your call to action the lead magnet for segment one. If you write a blog article that is targeted at your third segment, then you show a call to action with a lead magnet that has been created specifically for that segment. So it's a simple idea. It's just going steps beyond what most people will do when it comes to lead generation. And by doing that, you're effectively creating contextual calls to actions, calls to actions that make as much sense and are highly relevant as possible to the people that that article is written for. 
And you can go one better, you can actually create specific content upgrades. So where there's a lead magnet that has been created just for that one article. So let's say you write a blog article about the 10 steps to buying a drum kit. Then you can create as a lead magnet just for that article, a checklist in which those 10 steps are repeated and it's presented in a format that enables people to print it out and actually tick off each of those steps. So this just adds such a higher level of relevancy and as a result makes it far more compelling for people to actually sign up. And when people sign up to your mailing list in response to a specific call to action that you know is targeted at a certain interest or a certain segment, then that just gives you a little bit more information about what that person is interested to and you can use that information to make sure that your follow-up emails, your sales sequence and so on is also targeted. So let's say you have a membership that's based around online marketing. Within that membership, you might cover search engine optimization, you might cover website design, and you might cover social media. Now, you don't just want one generic middle-of-the-road email opt-in for all of those different segments because those interests are very separate. Yes, they overlap. Yes, they all come together. But someone specifically interested in search engine optimization is going to respond much better to a lead magnet that is about search engine optimization. They're then going to respond better to follow-up emails that are, again, about search engine optimization and so on. And this just enables you to be more targeted and more relevant throughout your sales funnel to lead people into your membership so that's tip number six out of this series and the first one for this episode level up your calls to actions on your free content by using targeted segmented contextual calls to actions and content upgrades Tip two is to look at running a member-only affiliate program. So most of you listening probably know what an affiliate program is. It's where you give someone commission in exchange for them referring new customers to you. And one way of using this for a membership site is to have a member-only affiliate program. So not only does this reward existing members who are probably going to be talking about your membership anyway, this just gives them more incentive to be proactive in doing so. So not only can this be a great way of getting your existing members to go out there and do your marketing for you, there's also other benefits of this being member only rather than public because if you make it so that only active members of your membership can take part in your affiliate program, that's going to make sure that firstly, the quality of the referrals is better because they've been referred by someone who actually knows the product inside out and who is referring it because they've had value, they've got results, they've enjoyed what they've had rather than someone sending referrals just because they've been attracted to your program because of the commission you offer and they're not really all that bothered or interested in your product. So the quality of referrals is always better when the affiliate program is only available to people who are actually actively using the product. And you'll also find that a member-only affiliate program also helps with retention too. Because if you make it so that someone needs to be a current member of your site in order to receive their affiliate commissions, then that's another good reason for them to stick around your membership longer term. Because if they leave, then they'll no longer receive commission for the referrals that they've made. And this also connects with something we talked about in the last episode, social proof. There's great social proof and there's great value in other people seeing 
people other than you promoting your membership. It's one thing for you as the membership founder to go out there and tell people that they should join because the site is awesome. It's an entirely different case when someone who's actually a member, a customer of yours, is going out there and doing that recommendation too. Happy members will always be your best marketing asset and having a member-only affiliate program is a great way to leverage that. Tip three is to start a podcast and, more importantly, be your own sponsor. Now, of course, we have a podcast, so I'm a little biased on this as a marketing technique, but I will say that for the membership guys, our podcast is one of our best sources of members, of email subscribers, of Facebook group members, and so on and so on. Our podcast brings in so many more people to our audience who wouldn't find us otherwise. And a large part of that is because when you join a membership site, the relationship you have with the founder, with the people who are going to be there supporting you in the community, the people creating the material you're going to be learning from, that's important. You're not just buying a one-off product where the creator is kind of disconnected from what you're actually buying. You're joining a community. You're going to have this ongoing relationship with that person. And so having a podcast as a way of letting people hear your voice, letting people connect to you, feel like they've got to know you a little bit, that can go a long way to really developing that relationship with them that will lead them organically and naturally into your membership. But what we find is so many people start a podcast and they are banking on this idea that someone will come along at some point and ask to sponsor them and pay them money to have their product ads run on the podcast. But the truth is such a small percentage of podcasts ever get to the audience size that is needed to attract the big bucks in terms of sponsorships. And this is why a lot of podcasts start and then fade away because they have no way of monetizing it and they're just waiting in hope for someone to come along and write them a check. One of the best things that you can do with a podcast is to sponsor it with your own product. It is far more effective and that's what we do here with the Membership Guys podcast as well. Organically, the academy at membersiteacademy.com, by the way, organically, by nature of what we're talking about, it gets mentioned, it gets brought up. Organically, I have reasons to direct you to our Facebook group at talkmemberships.com organically i have reasons to send you to the membershipguys.com for our blog content and so on because this is what we're talking about if in the middle of this episode we suddenly cut away to a little pre-recorded voice that isn't my own that has an american accent and that is trying to sell you car insurance how effective is that going to be there's enough interruption in the world and so having a podcast and being able to organically just talk about your product on the show as well as tag little adverts at the beginning or the end or in the middle or whatever just makes so much more sense and there's a wide variety of other benefits to running a podcast as a membership site owner as well just one of them is that it's far easier to get influencers for example to come onto your show for a podcast interview than it would be to approach them and ask them to come into your membership and do a private member training session but actually if you get somebody onto your podcast first and you start to develop that relationship and you chat before and after the interview and you get that connection then it can be easier to ask them to come and do something for your members as the next step so that's just something to think about outside of the benefits that sponsoring your own podcast have as a way of attracting in new members 
Tip number nine and the fourth one for this episode is to run an influencer core promotion. So we mentioned earlier about running a member-only affiliate program, but you might want to make an exception if you're pairing up with influencers who have large audiences. Typically what will happen is, as part of this partnership, this established influencer who has this large following will give you access to their audience. You bring value to the table, usually in the form of some sort of webinar or exclusive content, maybe an exclusive deal or offer. And they then get a kickback for any sales that that generates. So that's where you're making the exception in your member only affiliate program. Now you see this a lot when it comes to the high ticket courses. So the $2,000 courses and admittedly, a $50 a month membership isn't going to make their eyes bulge and their heart race sore as the idea of being given $1,000 for every course sale. But with the right approach and by selecting the right influencers that are actually well suited to your audience, it can still be a very appealing thing, particularly if you're giving affiliate commission on recurring revenue. And even with the affiliate stuff put aside, you will find that there are a number of influencers who will be more than happy just with you coming and giving extra value to their audience by perhaps talking about a subject that they're not able to talk about themselves. So think about some of the influencers in your field, some of the experts that everyone looks up to, and whether or not it might be worth approaching them to suggest some sort of co-promotion as a way of growing your membership and getting access to an audience you otherwise wouldn't be able to reach directly. The next tip is to run a social contest. So this is where you're running some sort of competition, giveaway or sweepstakes, where you're really making use of social media as a way of generating a lot of noise and a lot of buzz. And there's a lot of different software options out there right now that will essentially reward or gift participants in a contest with additional entries in exchange for them tweeting facebook sharing and so on so somebody enters your competition to win a prize they really want and they get a single entry but if they then share it on twitter they get an additional ticket in the ball so to speak if they share it on facebook that's another if they like your facebook page that's another and so just by sharing and just by engaging with you and connecting with you on social participants then stand more of a chance of winning the prize these are very simple to set up and can be a good way of building an email list fast. The trick or the key to this actually being effective though is to make sure that your prize is relevant to the topic of your membership. So if you're giving away like an iPad or a Kindle, then it doesn't really matter whether someone has an interest in what your membership's about. They're going to want that. There's no pre-qualifier there in terms of making sure that only people who are relevant to what you're doing enter the contest. However, if you give away a bundle of 10 books or 10 training courses or something like that on your specific subject, then someone who isn't interested in that subject themselves, they're not going to enter the contest. So having a relevant prize, a prize that is directly linked to the topic your membership site covers is key to making sure that the participants and the entries are relevant and they're going to respond more positively to your follow-up. You also want to make sure that the prize isn't too expensive either. So again, you don't want to give away an iMac, otherwise you're going to get thousands and thousands of people entering who would never under any circumstances even open 
your first follow-up email, let alone go on to join your membership. But if you do this right, running a social contest can be a very, very effective way of attracting new members, building your list, and so on. And it's something we did very successfully as part of our advent calendar promotion that we ran during December. We ran three different social contests generated hundreds and hundreds of email leads and directly generated membership sales from that too now the final tip for attracting new members is for those of you guys who are selling some sort of high ticket item alongside your membership so let's say you're selling a one thousand or two thousand dollar course maybe you've got some sort of group coaching program and your membership is your entry level product then You can position it as an upsell to your high ticket item. So, you know, if somebody's going to spend $2,000 on a course, then they will spend $2,050 on a course plus the first month of membership in your site. But then if somebody can't afford $2,000 for your course, then by comparison, a $50 membership is an absolute bargain. So this works really well for giving people a different angle on your value proposition within your membership. So if you do have a high ticket product, then definitely find ways of using your membership both as an upsell to people who buy your product, but also as an alternative downsell offering to anyone who maybe your high ticket, high cost item isn't right for. So to recap, tip number six, so the first one for this episode is to level up the calls to actions on all of your free content. The next tip is to consider offering a member-only affiliate program as a way of generating referrals from your existing happy members. The next tip was to start a podcast, but more importantly, to be your own sponsor. So rather than waiting around for someone to come and give you a check to promote their products, use a podcast as a way of promoting your own membership. We also talked about pairing up with influencers in your industry to run core promotions as well as running social contests as a way of generating a lot of noise, a lot of buzz, building your list and driving membership sales. And then finally, for those of you who are selling courses or you're selling more expensive group coaching programs or services and so on, where you have a higher ticket offering and your membership is an entry-level product, then a great way of driving membership sales is to use that membership as an upsell offering as well as a downsell from the higher ticket item. So that concludes the 11 tips to generating membership sales. Hopefully you guys have found it useful. Please do let me know if you are using any of these already and if you've got any follow-on tips or you've got any stories about how they work particularly well for you. But more importantly, if you do try out any of these things as a result of listening to this episode and the previous episode, I want to hear how they go for you. I want to hear the challenges you've had, any questions you might have, and of course, if you've had great results from using any of the tips we've talked about in these episodes. And the best place to share that stuff is over at our Facebook group, free Facebook group at talkmemberships.com. Type in that address, it'll redirect and take you through to our free Facebook group where we've got over 3,000 membership site owners. Get yourself in there. Let me know what you thought of the past two episodes. Let me know if you're using any of the tips we talked about. That's it from me for this episode. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. 
The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.